a chilly one. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely is. It has its own mind of its own. The weather here. Oh, I remember one year that it was hotter in January than it was in June here. Yeah. Yeah. It was had like, that. It was like ninety degrees or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was. It was like it was beach weather. You know, it was crazy in January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is wild. So you never know with our weather. Yeah. So, um, okay, now I understand you've had two events. One is the big event, the gala, and that you produced it. Um, Mm -hmm. What was your inspiration for the gala? Well, we we basically have each each year we have a Writers of the Future anthology that we release, and we'll have cover art by different famous artists. This year, uh, the cover of the book was done by Bob Eggleton, and you have the mastodons on the cover with with uh, robots, and it's a whole prehistoric setting with spaceship landing and robots. So it's definitely unique. So we'll take something from the cover, and then we'll make that into the motif for the event. The motif is always sci-fi fantasy, but we'll take themes from the cover of the book and, and those elements will appear in the stage and so forth. So, yes, we had a big mastodon on the stage and outside as people, the guests were walking into the gala event for the Writers of the Future, there was a like a 10-foot mastodon out in the grass. So there was a lot of photo ops happening and, um, and everything was all very sci-fi looking. So it was, it was a really fun event. And uh, that was kind of the theme for it. And then obviously, you know, it was it was based around all of the winners of the Writers of the Future Contest and Illustrators of the Future Contest. So there was elements of all that art and stuff there. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you use these uh, past winners for the, um, for the cover. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Well, we do have past winners that we use in the book. The covers have tended to be... M- more by the judges of the contest. Like we've had several covers by Frank Frazetta when he was still alive and, and judging. And uh, we had Larry Elmore, who does the Dungeons and Dragons art, and he's a contest judge. So he's done the cover and Echo Chernick. Uh, I think you've interviewed a lot of these people. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, we'll usually get a judge. But then sometimes uh, in the book itself, uh, we have. You know, it's a it's a number of stories. There's usually twelve winning stories, and then there's some there's a few professional um, stories in there from some of the judges who are all themselves New York Times bestselling authors. And sometimes a past winner might illustrate one of those stories. So, like this year, we had Michael Talbot. He's a past winner. He's from Jamaica, so he did an illustration for the L. Ron Hubbard story that was in here. That's cool. So yeah. So the the past winners uh, they for the illustrator also comes back just like some of the writers come back. Yeah, that's right. They do, and and it's a whole you know uh, it's a whole week long workshop that we do where there's like just a whole writer side where there's a writer boot camp happening and it's for a whole week, and they hear from the judges like Kevin J Anderson, and we had Dean Leslie Smith here, and uh, Nettie Okorafor and Todd McCaffrey and Rebecca Mesta and Jody Lynn Nye. We have all these judges that come in and teach them and Tim Powers and Robert J. Stoyer and 
and they go through like a whole week of, of workshops with the writers and then you have all the illustrator side you know like I mentioned Larry Elmore and Echo Chernick and so the, the they have like an art salon that they're doing and the writers they have a 24-hour short story that they write and we have a big art reveal in the middle of the week there's all kinds of activities happening all week long I mean you just can't even imagine how much we're putting into one week but you know we want to make the most of it because we fly them all out here for the event itself and um so we we have a lot just a lot happening and there's a whole art reveal where they the winners on the on the um illustrator side who have illustrated one of the winning <laughs> stories in the book will um present their art for the first time like they they basically get hired when they win to illustrate one of the stories in the book and so there's this whole art reveal and the writer comes in and they, they find the piece that goes with their story and it's a super emotional moment uh, in in the week where they get to meet their illustrator and it, it's a lot of uh, crying and hugs and appreciation and everything for you know somebody who made this amazing piece that goes with their story and these are all new amateur authors so they get very excited when they uh have somebody illustrating their piece for the first time. That's um, one of the questions I always like to ask is, uh, did you recognize your illustration when you came into the reveal room? They usually do. <laughs> they usually there's they some did, yeah. part of it that they recognize. There's that the, they oh yeah, mine is the one with the big dinosaur. Or, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's funny. You know, sometimes they you'll see them and we'll do these little interviews with them afterwards, and they'll be like. I came in and I saw that one and I thought oh, that's got to be mine. But and then they'll go around and look at all the other ones and they'll be like, no, no, that one's mine. And they'll go back to it and it's it's really sweet. It's it's so fun to watch that part and uh, get all the reactions and 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 then some of these some of these people I want to call them kids, but they're not all kids. They're all ages. But uh, you know they they're so excited and a lot of them become friends for life I mean it's just really sweet yeah oh I understand that that you want to call them kids because in a way they're sort of they're they're, they're like your kids you bring them together to help develop them so yeah and and they are coming in and they are coming in as students you know they're studying at the workshop for a week and um you know but then they're having fun I mean it's it's all a very fun week I mean they're learning a lot there's a lot uh that they're being taught throughout a w- throughout that week, so it's it's a lot of information overload that they get to go home and you know then digest over the next three weeks after they arrive home. That yep. is, if we haven't you know sent them out on their media tours and book signing tours, it's a, it's a basically a big career launch for these guys, you know, because you have um, the whole purpose of the contest is the the whole pay it forward, you know, you have. We have Elron Hubbard even talking about when he started this contest back in the 80s, where he says, you know, that he just says, I have it right here. It says a culture is as rich and capable of surviving as it has imaginative artists. The artist is looked upon to start things. The artist objects the spirit of life into a culture, and through his creative endeavors, the writer works continually to give tomorrow a new form. So the, that's how important he thought it was for this field to, to continue and to inject that life into the culture. So that's why we have carried it on almost 40 years now. We're going, we're right now we're into the judging of year 39 and that's it. We consider it also important. And for me personally, it's just so rewarding just 
you know, you do all this work, but then you see the results and, you know, people and their careers getting launched and then they go on and become New York Times bestsellers and they're doing what they want to do in life and they're succeeding at it. And if, if we can help with that, that definitely makes me feel very good and uh, that's why I like showing up to do this. That's cool. Um, is this Was it this year that you had the double because of the pandemic or was that last year? That was last year. In October, well, hardly last year. I mean, it was October, so about six months ago we had a, a double event because of the pandemic. We weren't able to bring everybody in because every year we bring in 12 writers and 12 illustrators and publish them in the anthology. So for volume 36, we were like completely shut down at that point. There was no way we were flying people in. So, and then for volume 37 in 2021, we were going to have the event in April, but still it wasn't safe to bring people in. So we waited all the way till October and we brought two years worth of winners in. My goodness. <laughs> we haven't done that before. That was definitely a, a, uh, adventure. Let's just say that the event was amazing and they all became best friends and it was, it was great. And, um, and you know, that we didn't actually get everybody and a lot of the foreign countries still couldn't come in in 2021. So we, even uh, just April 8th is when we had our last big gala event for Vol 38, and we did have still some winners from 36 and 37 that were not able to make it due to the pandemic. Like, we had three people from Australia here. We had our Volume 36 Grand Prize winner came in for this event, and uh, several others. We had about seven winners still that didn't make it earlier, and we still wanted them to be able to have the opportunity. I mean, they did win the contest, and we still wanted to make sure that they – got the opportunity to come out here and do the workshop and events and everything. So, so that happened, um, just, just last month. And, uh, just, we're still, we're still wrapping up from that. We're still in our book launch release right now. And so it's a lot of activity, but it, it was definitely tight doing those events back to back like that though. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing that you are doing, and, and this was also created because of the pandemic, was the online workshop. Um, how did that come about? And uh, I I know it's very popular, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. So, yeah, so basically back in, like, 2019, we before the pandemic even, you know, we had before we had any inclination that there was going to be any kind of shutdown, um, there were so many uh, entrants, like we have tens of thousands, actually uh, over 100,000 people enter the contest. So, um, you know, we've had so many people enter and so many of the people that enter the contest say that they're really entering and what they really want is, yes, they want to be published in the anthology, but they want to get in that workshop. You know, this week-long workshop that I had been talking about where everybody comes out here to Hollywood and they learn from these best-selling authors and award-winning artists and that has just been you know people just say you know I just want to win the contest just to get in that room you know the amount that you can learn in such a short amount of time from these greats um, is invaluable so uh, that was coming up very high on the survey so and a lot of people were entering the contest and going well how come my story didn't win and like I don't know I, I don't judge your story the judges judge them but they, you know, they give out some critiques, uh, but they can't critique thousands of stories. So 
So we, we decided, okay, let's take some of the basics from that workshop and make an online workshop. And, you know, everybody else is charging for these big workshops. and, and um, But we decided that because the whole purpose of Writers of the Future is pay it forward, we're just going to get three New York Times bestselling authors and have, record a bunch of workshops with them, get a bunch of the basics, not everything that they get when they come out here for the week, but the real basics. Like if you want to know how to write a, a story or a short story or novel, you take this class, you you know what goes into it. You know what they're looking for and you know uh, what you need to do to make your story go from, you know, the bottom of the slush pile to something that is what an editor wants to see. So we we put this course out, and it was taught by uh, David Farland, who um, who recently passed this year, but uh, he was our coordinating judge, and he, um, you know, himself is a New York Times bestselling author. He wrote the Star Wars universe. He wrote the Rune Lords. Um, he was the author of The Courtship of Princess Leia. And um, then we had Orson Scott Card, who... Uh, he's one of the most famous of all-time authors who wrote Ender's Game. And then Tim Powers, who most people recognize uh, on Stranger Tides, which became the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. So those three powerhouses uh, sat down and we flew them out to Hollywood. We said, okay, you know, we're going to put this thing together. We're going to record you and uh, doing these workshops. So we filmed them all and it took us, you know, a couple of weeks to get through and we have about there's 12 videos. Uh, the course itself is about 20 hours. There's a lot of practicals. There's essays. There's the original Elon Hubbard essays that, you know, a lot of the will be read in the actual live workshop. There's one from Algis Budras, who was the original coordinating judge from the contest. So we put this whole thing together and we're like, great, we have this thing. Um, and then we had, you know, we had some editing to do with it still and some formatting. And then all of a sudden the pandemic happened. And uh, there was a lot, a lot of people didn't know what was happening. People were not able to go out and, and there was a lot of uncertainty. So we were like, okay, let's just, let's just get this, let's make it a priority and get this thing, get this edited and put live online. And so we did, we uh, scrambled, got it posted and we're like, okay, well, you know, if we can help 500 people and keep them busy with uh, this class and it's free because, you know, people are, were struggling at the time and, then, then great. So we put it up live, and within 48 hours, I think we had 3,000 people sign up from all over. Like we have, and now we're, you know, we're getting we're over 6,500 entrants from over 100 countries. We've had so many people participate in this in this course over the last couple of years, and uh, we even had our grand prize winner, Desmond Astaire from Volume 38, the one that we just did last month, and he took this online uh, writing class and he came out, he was a first place winner. He came out here in April. He was the grand prize winner for the year. And uh, he said, you know, he, he got his, you know, he had already some experience writing. He wasn't a professional. He didn't have any published books yet, but he took this online course and boom, he made it to the top of thousands of entries and he ended up being the grand prize winner. And also for volume 37, we had a first place winner, John M. Campbell. He also took the online workshop, submitted to the contest for the first time, and was a first place winner. So it's definitely uh, given a boost to a lot of people. It has very high reviews, and I think we have 
we have hundreds of five star reviews on on the actual course itself. I mean, and it's free and it's it's there. It's set to go at your own pace, so anybody anybody can take it from anywhere. Even if there's a foreign language person, they can. There's there's a transcripts for every single video that you could you literally put into Google Translate and and get those transcripts in your own language. And we've had that as well, but. You know, we've had just people from all over the world writing in and talking about this course and, and, you know, other radio show hosts, you know, after I talked to them, have taken the course and submitted. So it's been a it's been a whole adventure and it's been amazing. And it it went much farther than our expectations for it. And we were just glad that we were able to provide that a for just aspiring writers in general, but also for uh people giving them something to do and something to look forward to while they were in the pandemic. Yeah, it was a difficult time. So the, the, anything that was positive was a good thing because all we were hearing was bad stuff. I know. <laughs> Hopefully it kept people busy. I mean, some people said they spent 40 hours on this thing. So, you know, I'm I'm glad that they had that to do. But it's, it's definitely, you know, increased. You know, we used to get, we used to get a certain amount of honorable mentions and finalists and so forth and uh, people with recognition each quarter from the contest. And after the online workshop, all of a sudden, the amount of honorable mentions and quality of stories increased. And we just had so many more. We were like, wow, that's a lot of certificates to send out because we send out certificates to people even if they don't win the contest, but they might like, get an honorable mention or a semi-finalist or silver honorable mention. We have different statuses. Um, you know, it's like top 10%, but the top 10% got really big after the online writing workshop. So well, we can tell that it's it's helping. That means it's successful. I mean, people are learning. And learning new stuff is yeah. always good. <laughs> yeah, I remember sitting there while we were filming and, and, and the you know Tim Powers or Orson Scott Card would say something I was like well that's what I was missing <laughs> so I was learning right there while we were doing while we were shooting well that's good I mean it, you're yeah. producing it and you're learning so that's all we that that shows yeah. how good it is <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so if anybody is interested in that it's at writersofthefuture.com and it's simple you just sign up and and it's right there and it's set for people to go at their own pace and you know you can take as long or as quick as you want on it you can uh it's set so you can move backwards forwards on it if you want to watch a video over again there's no pressure on it it's just it, you know has everything everything right there that you can just go move at your own pace um you know learn what you want to learn if you want to focus more on you know how to write dialogue or narration there's there's you know sections of the course about that there's you know they each of them talk about different aspects of writing a story like how to open a story like how do you write the beginning of a story like that's important how do you write the beginning do you start like you know he was born no not necessarily you want to start in the action especially if you're writing a short story um, you know there's writing the middle of the story and there's writing the end of your story uh, all these different points in the, in this course. How do you write suspense? How do you you know put suspense in your story? And how do you make it communicate? And you know how do you do research for it? So there's all 
all different aspects that people can find out about, and it's it's just a bunch of essays and videos, and then there's practical assignments, um, which basically you start the the course and it takes you through. You read some essays, you watch some videos, and then you do a practical assignment. Like you know, you start writing what they're talking about. And the idea is that by the end of the course, you have a short story written. And if you're qualified for Writers of the Future, then you could submit it right there to the contest. That's cool. Um, yeah. Um, so, Tim Powers, not Tim Powers, um, I forgot, the one who passed away? Scott. Oh, David Farland. Yeah. Are you replacing him with someone else? Yes, we did. Um, it was very unfortunate. Uh, it was a big loss for us. He's been the coordinating judge for Writers of the Future for many years, and he's he, in fact, was a winner in Volume 3, um, and he went on to be a big New York Times bestselling author, and then he came back later as a judge. He was he was the winner that year, I think, when Mark Hamill was, uh, was there as a presenter, and... Uh, so, yeah, he he was replaced by Jody Lynn Nye. She's also a best-selling author. She lives over in the East Coast. She also runs the writing track at Dragon Con. She teaches and teaching writing for a very long time. And she was out here in Hollywood when we did our week-long workshop, and she she uh, taught the, the main beef, the main body of the workshop was her and Tim Powers. And um, they did an amazing job. And uh, we were very, very happy, and, and uh, the the new authors uh, really enjoyed the workshop, and they felt they really learned a lot. So, you know, we're very excited to have Jody, and um, looking forward to a lot of, of years with her. And do you have any events coming up for the uh, workshop? Yes, we do. So, some it's it's happened. Uh, we've done it probably three times so far, where you know, people finish the workshop and then they write in and they have questions. So what we've, what we've been doing is when we get, you know, through the end of a quarter, then we'll say, okay, anybody in this quarter who has completed the workshop or from earlier can join in on a one-hour live Q&A with one of the judges that teaches in the workshop. So July 9th, we're actually going to be having that live Q&A with Orson Scott Card and that's super exciting. He hasn't done that yet so far, and we're definitely looking forward to having him. Um, it's it's very casual. It's on Zoom, and it's but the the thing is, is you have to be through the workshop to get in on that. And and then um, once they um, once they complete the workshop, they get a link. They get invited to um, participate in this live Q and A with Orson Scott Card, and. And so how any if anyone wants to get on in that, it's real simple. If there's plenty of time to finish the workshop between now and then, if somebody wants to uh, be there and be able to ask their questions live to Orson Scott Card on writing, and you just go to writersinthefuture.com, you sign up for the free online workshop, you get all the way to the end, download your certificate, and then you'll be sent an invite to spend an hour with Orson Scott Card and ask him anything you want about writing and or even people people even ask him about the contest and what he's looking for as a judge. But, you know, either way, he's, he's, it'll be pretty easygoing. It's a very relaxed uh, event, but it's very personal. 
because you get a you get kind of a one-on-one. So that's exciting. Is it a pretty invitation? Does it have like little cherubs on it? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You know, I don't. I don't think it does. I think it has the Writers of the Future logo on it right now. But uh, maybe I'll just add a few in there. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I'm maybe I'm being silly. But you know, you know how you. you uh, I've gotten invites to writing events, but they're so decorative. So I just was curious. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Usually our game. Gala event is very ornate and snazzy and shiny and all this stuff. Uh, um, this one will be like an online event, and um, you know, it'll it'll just it'll probably be pretty straightforward. You know, do the workshop, come hang out with Orson Scott Card. Okay. How do you go about getting into Registers of the Future? I mean, I know how, but for the yeah. audience, yes, and. <laughs> How do you get involved in the workshops and all that good stuff? Okay. So we really tried to make this a one-stop shop, one place where people can find everything. So the best thing to do is go to writersofthefuture.com, and just like the name of the contest, Writers of the Future, writersofthefuture.com, or if you're an illustrator, you can go to illustratorsofthefuture.com. Everything is there on that one so you can literally go there. That's where you can go to enter the contest. You can go find the online workshop there. Um, both contests. You can enter the writer contest there, the illustrator contest. You can see who the judges are. You can uh, find out about the anthologies. Um, obviously, we want you to buy all the anthologies. The volume 38 is available now. You can also get it at Amazon. Um, but if you go to writersofthefuture.com, that's where the workshop is. There's also a writer forum there. So people who, you know, want to, it's a kind of like a writing group, you know. You go there and other writers that are entering the contest or even ones that have won the contest are there that will help you and, you know, they switch out, they help critique each other, all that stuff. So that's there. Um, the, the Writers of the Future podcast is there, the newsroom, the blog, everything is there. So you just have to go to writersofthefuture.com and you can find anything that we've been talking about today and more cool and um where on the social media are you and can you give your little logos for each social media yeah so it's you know it's pretty much the same across the boards it's at wolf contest w-o-t-f so it's at wolf contest and that is what it is across the boards so there's no little difference on no, the different Okay. No. Just We're trying to make it as easy as possible. Okay. You can also go on Facebook and you can just type writers and illustrators of the future on um, Facebook and you'll find it right there as well. Okay. And uh, what social medias? I know you're on Instagram um, and Twitter. What is What other social medias are yeah. you on? You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. YouTube, there's a ton of content on YouTube. Uh, you can subscribe to the channel there, Writers of, Writers of the Future. And also, we just started TikTok. So that's not super big yet, but we'll, we'll get there soon. But uh, like I said, Facebook is big. You can type in at Wolf Contest for all of them. And also, you can just type in Writers and Illustrators of the Future on Facebook. It'll take you right to our page. But yeah, at Wolf Contest, W-O-T-F-C-O-N-T-E-S-T. And that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. All right. Thank you, Emily. Thank you for taking the time for coming on my show.
Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And thank you for chatting with Sherry.